You're listening to an episode of Kairos Chats, conversations about missions. Hey everyone, welcome back. My name is Michelle Wang and I will be your host for today. We're currently doing a three-part mission series, so today we get to hear from my friend Sandy Choi, who recently returned from her AMI one-year missions internship in Southeast Asia. If you didn't know, Kairos Church is a member of Acts Ministries International, which is a family of churches seeking to model the spirituality, vision, and partnership exemplified in the book of Acts. Every year, AMI provides one-year internship opportunities for young adults to serve alongside full-time ministry leaders globally so that they may see what God is doing all over the world and develop a lifestyle in line with God's mission. Shameless plug, AMI one-year applications for 2021 are open between October 1st and November 30th. So start praying and start applying. All that to say, Sandy, I'm so excited to have you here with us at Kairos Chats. Hey, Michelle, thanks for chatting with me. Yeah. So um, before we start talking about your experiences on one year, um, could you just tell me a little bit about your life growing up in the church? Yeah. Um, I've gone to church since I was little. Um, I was baptized, and I would go to church with my mom and my brother usually. Um, And I grew up serving in church, too, even through college and uh during pharmacy school, that's kind of when I stopped going to church a little bit. That's so interesting because now you're on staff here at Kairos and I see the joy that you have in serving the local church and just being here. Um, So I'm just curious, what changed? I think a lot of things changed, but I think um, during my last year of pharmacy school, like that's the first time where I really felt like I had an encounter with God. And, um, I think that's when I fell in love with God. Yeah, so after you encountered God, um, I I know that you decided to go on missions for a year. And so what kind of led you to that decision? I think um, once I started having a relationship with God, um, I saw the ways um, that I had really just been living my life with like myself in the center. And um, I wanted to start living my life in a way that would glorify God and that would be more God-centered. It's almost like the life that you had prior to um, having surrendered everything was almost like metallic in the sense where um, it wasn't, you knew in your heart that there was something still missing. You know, and like in your heart, there was something that you still were desiring. Like there was more than just um, what you were experiencing. Yeah, um, that's so amazing. And I remember you shared briefly with me that um, there were some things that you felt like God shattered and showed you that um, he there are other things um, in his in your relationship with him um, and in the kingdom that are even more beautiful than the things that you once considered beautiful. So um, could you just share a little bit about that? Um, God, like he really shattered, I think, my view and like my source of security. Um, Before I knew God, that would come from like relationships or financial stability or doing well, um, like in school. yeah, just things that could be accomplished, like in my strength, things that could be done in my uh, control. But I began to learn that 
Like, that's not where security comes from. Security just comes, like, simply just from being, like, God's child and just spending time with Him. Yeah, could you tell me more, a little bit more about um, some of those things that you felt like you were putting your security in? Yeah, um, I think kind of just like touching upon it again, I think it was uh, before I used to put like my security in um, like a planned life table. So I was like, I want to graduate by this year. I want to be married by this year. I want to have kids by this year, have a house by this year, almost like a checklist. Um, I want to have this much in my 401k. Um, Or it would also be like in my family. Um, I didn't realize, I think my family was one of my biggest idols. Um, I think I put a lot of um, security in their love for me because I felt that they would always love me unconditionally. Um, So I recognized it was really hard for me to um, like extend love to others, like outside of like my circle of family or maybe even the close friends that I had. Can you expand a little more on how God kind of showed you how to to love others and trust Him more? I think before I was like a pretty selfish person. So like even the way that I looked at community and life group, um, my mentality used to be like, I don't really want to share my problems because I don't want to have to listen to your problems. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I think God just... Actually, I think he just started changing like my heart where I really wanted to be able to walk um, with the sisters, um, like specifically, um, or like the mothers and actually like know what's going on and to be able to pray with them in this season. And just also just being around people so often, like I used to be like the type who really needed my space. Um, but I think the culture, um, you're always surrounded by so many people. And now, like, I really enjoy that. And actually, I miss that. Like, even just, like, all the meals that we would eat together. Yeah, it sounds like God did so much in your heart. And I'm sure, like, we're barely scratching the surface in this conversation. You know, I'm sure, like, throughout the years, as you continue to share, there's just going to be so many things that God will reveal to you, even about your experiences. Switching gears a little bit, what was one of your greatest joys that you experienced in Southeast Asia? I think there were so many joys, um, especially like even just getting to walk life with Aiko (laughs) Um, and just like a whole bunch of silly moments. But I think one of the greatest joys was getting to witness and see brothers and sisters, um, even from before the moment that they accepted God, um, like choose to get baptized um, Mm. and just make that decision to like commit their lives to Christ. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, Yeah. Thank you, Sandy, so much for sharing your experiences with us. Your testimony is so powerful. And I'm sure that as you continue to share your stories with people, they will be so blessed, you know, because Um, yeah that's what testimonies are about they're about encouraging the body of Christ and and just building up the kingdom of God and testifying to what he has done and so I just really thank you um, for being here with us I have one last question for you before we wrap up Um, how has your one year on missions shaped you and your perspective on how you want to carry your life moving forward 
Um, I think the biggest thing during one year uh, was I really began to understand that like God is more than enough and really uh, only He can satisfy like every little desire that's in our heart. And um, yeah, during my time, during one year, um, God actually started putting desires in my heart that I thought were only while I was in Vietnam, but I've been here for two months and they're still there. Um, but He began growing my heart um, for like college students, especially sisters um, and children. And I'm really grateful mm-hmm. because uh, God provided an awesome opportunity for me to serve at Kairos. And um, yeah, I think a desire, another desire he like really put in my heart was to know him more and to seek him like with all the actions that I take in my life, mm. um, to really try to live my life for him. And it's like kind of interesting because I realize I'm sort of in the same shoes as bef- as I was before I left for one year. Sure. I'm like I still have my pharmacist job. I still go to Kairos. I still live in San Diego, um, but. Yeah, some of the crutches, the things I depended on that weren't God, um, those are gone. Um, but it's really awesome because I feel like, in a sense, I get like to do a redo. Like after the one year, I get to come back to San Diego and I have a whole redo on how I can live um, my life. And I really hope I can make decisions here on out. I'm thinking about God first, like instead of myself, um, but thinking about God. And I really hope that I'll always be able um, to rejoice and just pray and give thanks like in all circumstances. Mm, Praise the Lord. Yeah. Um, So as you know, we still have our applications regarding one year for 2021. So what would you say to someone who's maybe kind of on the fence or thinking about it? Do you have any advice for people like that? I think you should go. Um, I feel like if you feel um, if you feel that desire to go, and especially if it's not a desire that's normally of your own, um, I think that's just take it as an invitation from the Holy Spirit and you get to um, witness just how God is moving just around you and even in you and just getting to know Him more. Mm, yeah. Thank you so much, Sandy. I loved chatting with you. Um, yeah. God bless you guys. 